listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Um, hello, I'm Nick Powley. <laughs> and you wear like several different hats at the moment, don't you? Um, briefly give us all of them. Yeah, like Jason Jesse. <laughs> oh, I've got like, I'm literally sat here with six hats on at the moment. Sorry, okay, yeah, I'll try not to use metaphors. You perform many different um, functions in life, but let's 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 narrow it down to just skateboarding. Can you uh, describe to us briefly the different things you do in the skateboarding community? Oh, so I own a skate farm, skateboard shop in Margate. I'm running the UK Championships this year for skateboard england which i'm also on the board for and i'm run the skateboarding at wills and fins festival uk mini ramp champs good nice nice okay and the uh, and the major reason for wanting to talk to you today is uh because i like you but also because <laughs> Because I w- let's 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 get some of this Olympic stuff done. What are we? So we're Monday. Was it Wednesday or Thursday of last week? The first Thursday. Thursday of last week. The first proper announcement, reference, Team GB and who they will be. Can you remind us of who they are so far, please? So yeah, it's Jordan Thackeray, Alex Halford, Alex Takuna, Sky Brown, and Sam Beckett. Right, so um, I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have some idea about skateboarding. You may or may not know who those people are. For me personally, um, having been skateboarding for a few years and having been involved in what I would call the... When I say involved, okay, having been around the national scene for about the last sort of uh, eight years pretending to do media stuff um those names are pretty obvious to be quite honest like i said to you um all four of the gentlemen that you mentioned have been mentioned every time when somebody's when whenever i've had a conversation with people about who do we think should be on the team then um yeah i mean like the the male male bowl sort of park is probably the toughest one right? because we've actually got a lot of good tranny skaters in this country at the moment. Yeah. So that one was really tough, but the, um, you know, the street is like Alex is kind of in terms of winning comps. Alex has just won so much stuff. And then people see people don't understand this. They're just like, Oh yeah. So-and-so is really good. And it's like, but the way it's, with the funding, you have to be able to prove, to show them, you know, it's literally almost done on a point system. You've got to show them, oh, this guy's won six comps. You know, this this person's done this and this. Like, they, they you can't just go, yeah, you know, he's, he's got a sick front side there, this guy. Like, you should give him some money. It doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. Like, you're right. dealing with, the, you're dealing with the real world, you know, like, yeah. UK sport and stuff. And it's, you kind of, you know, you got to play, you're essentially got to play by their rules. And you know, we we could have applied for funding. Technically, we could have applied for funding for more people. But then, if they end up doing not very well, then it would harm any future funding bids. So, if we applied for say funding for twelve people, and we didn't get any medals at the Olympics in 2021, we'd get nothing. So, like, you know. It's, you've got to be realistic with this stuff. You you can't just like essentially scam UK sport. Like you got to be like, you know, the, these these guys like, you know, in the case of Beckett, you know, he's won an X Games gold. Yeah, Dakuna Dakuna like did really well at Rio Street League. You know, like everyone's got, you know, got a long list of. Um, well, from my basic understanding. I mean, uh, Jordan Thackeray was out at Simple Sessions recently, and he—I mean—he qualified second. Yeah, Gra- granted, exactly. this is what I mean. I mean, you can't really like if you're questioning how good any of those people are. 
you, you need to have a word with yourself. You need to go and actually watch some skateboarding because you can't question that. I mean, you can. I can understand people going, oh, yeah, Sky's a little girl, but she's like 10 years old. I, I mean, I was with her on Thursday, and it's, it's incredible. Like, when you see how much board control she's got, like, how good she is, and just spend some time with her and see what she's like as a person, like... It's infectious, like hanging around with her, and you can tell like everyone, all the others will like it as well because she's just like what when you've seen videos of her or whatever, that's not put on. She's just hyped, like she's just <laughs> she's like honestly, like you know, even a miserable git like me, like spending some time with her, I was like, oh man, it, she is amazing. So it's just so fun to be around. Well, that I mean, you you bring up something there that I was also going to talk about briefly, reinforcing what you were just saying about if you don't believe in the ability of those people, because video edits are one thing, but and and this is what I've been really grateful for over this sort of time when I've been doing some of this radio and podcast and interview stuff that actually going to events and a seeing who turns up and b seeing what they're able to throw down on that day. You know, in that moment, no chance of a of a rebate, no chance of like the videographer going. It's all right. Take as many times as you need to land it. Let's just get the right angle. Yeah, like it's one like, day to film a trick or yes. whatever. It's like your name gets called. Out you go. Let's see what you got. And and like you know, every time I've seen Jordan Thackeray get on a skateboard, it's just magic. It's just pure like. Yeah, I mean, like, there's not life. many. There's not many people with that. Kind of, I mean, Alex has got it as well. Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're just like that spontaneous, like, what the hell's going to happen next? You know, there's a handful of people you could say were like that, like maybe Tom Petty, Andy Scott, definitely. Right. Yeah, Nick Roman is one. Like, literally, the minute they set foot on a skateboard, you don't know what they're going to do next. Like, it's not like none of it's pre planned or like. Like I'm not even sure they even know what they're doing after time. Like that that sets people like that aside. Like their ability is that sort of they're, different. They're, or it's like they're not playing the same game as everyone else. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? They're doing a very different they are they are almost the personification of just enjoying what they're doing because it, it's not yeah, but it, it it's, looks it's, like it's, it's not hard it's work. That, it's that, but also it's like, you know, without sort of ass-kissing them too much, it's just like being that good that you don't really have to think about what you're doing. It's just like, yeah. oh, right, yeah, that, that wall of the bowl's coming up. I'll just, like, kickflip 5-0 fakie around that corner. Like, you know what I mean? I haven't practised it. I'll probably just bash it out like first go, second yeah. go. Like, it's just, it's like, you know, obviously i I get to be around that stuff quite a lot and it's like be, from being like a way below par skateboarder myself to be around people that are like so talented it's, it's beyond my comprehension <laughs> it's like I'm yeah, just right. sort of standing there like how the hell can you do that and then and then in terms of like um, I mean obviously I knew who uh Mr. Beckett was, but the first time I saw him skate properly was at a demo at NAS a couple of years ago with Tony Hawk and a few other people where I just like, I could just see the power in his skateboarding and that, and that was on that Pete King 14 foot high, vert, you know, like not some little shoddy 80 style vert ramp, but some yeah, proper I mean, massive see- bit of kit. Sam's Sam's world class, you know. He don't yeah. win an X Games gold by fluke. No, you know what I mean. Like, you know, it's not like, oh yo, I might turn up and have a go at X Games. Like, you got to be pretty good to even get there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, he's he's just. He, I mean, he's a product of the UK Vert series, really. So, like, respect to everyone that's been involved with them over the years, because that's bred a lot of, you know, that's bred a real lot of good bird skaters mm. Mm. so yeah so we've touched briefly because i mean i think you know you when when i speak with you uh, i know this sort of i know it's sort of slightly half joking but also serious about 
how many people ask you about the Olympics and and get you to explain what's going on. So you've explained. It's, the... it's every it's every time something like this happens. So from Thursday, from that, my phone has only just calmed down. Like about maybe Sunday lunchtime. Right. It started like complex, like WhatsApp, text, like Facebook Messenger, like phone calls. You're just like, all right, all right, all right. You can't reply to it quick enough. Like yeah, it's right. hard. It's hard to imagine, but it's like. And then there's constantly just people messaging me like, have you done this yet? And you're like, all right, all right, I'm doing it. And then it will sort of gradually, it'll take about a week to catch up and then it'll calm off. And then like three or four days or something, someone will post something on social media and then it'll start again. Right. So yeah, like, I mean, it's good. Like the feedback from Thursday is like compare, you know, when you bear in mind that I don't think skateboarders particularly fussed about the Olympics, the older ones, but the younger ones are like really hyped on it, you know. Like we're we're in danger of being the older guys that have like lost touch with skateboarding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of industry guys that I feel are like disconnected and and don't realise that it's you know it's fifteen year old kids that are buying all the gear. It's fifteen year old, fourteen year old kids that are like I, I can't remember the figures. It's something like seventy five percent of UK skateboarders are under sixteen or something. And it's like these are the people that are hyped, you know, and they're the ones that are posting good luck, you know, team, you know, skateboard GB and stuff, stoked on these guys, blah, blah, blah. Where, where it's like a load of blokes that are pushing 50, like, yeah, fuck the Olympics. And it's like, man, you've, you've kind of lost touch of, you know, what's going on. Because when you yeah. were a kid, when you were 15, you would have been hyped that skateboarding was going to the Olympics. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it unfortunately kind of uh, does and doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that some of those older guys have that opinion. It does. No, it, it, I mean, I'm not pro skateboarding going in the Olympics, but anyone that couldn't see it coming 10, 15 years ago is like, I don't know, wearing blinkers or something. It was always going to happen. Like, no, no matter what, like, you know, like, even if, the top thousand pros or hundred pros in the world went on strike and said they're not going in the Olympics. It would still go in. It's like literally, like I, I can't see any way that it wouldn't have gone in the Olympics at some point. Well, I think I'm also surprised because I'm surprised that some of the older guys don't understand the positive impact that I think it's it's very likely to have on skateboarding. You know, it's well, very likely. You know, I mean, a few of my bring... mates have messaged me going, you know, people that aren't really connected with skateboarding message me like, oh, yeah, you involved with that thing. You know, my, my son saw, or my daughter saw Sky on TV and they've been pestering me for a skateboard. And it's like you, everyone whinges, oh, skate shops are shutting down and, oh, you know, like skate parks are shutting down. You know why? Because people hit like 25, 30 or whatever and they're not skating anymore. And yeah. not, like these... these these sort of shops that are stocking like fifty pound t shirts to try and appeal to like a market that is dwindling. You know, yeah. It's clearly a dwindling market, but there's still a lot of you know, kids kids are still picking up skateboards, like but it's like we've all you know, like I'm forty seven this month, like we've all grown up. We've we're forgetting what it was like to be 15 or 18 or 16 or whatever and like getting hyped on skateboarding, getting your first car, going on your first road trip, like getting all your you know, mates we together like, in it. Yeah. Yeah. And bombing yeah, off. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like jumping the train a... and all that crazy, which I totally don't endorse, but all, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you're going to your first demo and like meeting your first pro. That's what I mean, like, like, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like you're, you're unlikely to go to a demo at the age of 45 but, yeah, all the people our age will still go on about the Bones Brigade demos and how sick they were and how amazing they yeah. were. So, or Radlands comps or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. now is shit. Oh, yeah, Olympic shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's shit. That's shit. Like, Street League coming to London, that shit. Yeah. Kind of wears me down, to be honest. It's like you've totally forgotten why you got into this in the first place. Like, people don't just wake up and be like, yeah, I'm really cool. I'm going to roll my trousers up and go and film a street edit. Like, that's not 
most people's introduction to skateboarding. It's a part of it, and it's yeah. like I'm not knocking that part of it, but that's not like there's room for everything. You know what I mean? Like kids, kids just want to chuck their pads and helmets on and be in the skate park, and like with with more and more skate parks being about, being about, that's and kids are starting younger and younger. So yeah, their experience sure. now of starting skateboarding is take getting taken to the park by their parents for a four-hour session, chucking pads and helmet on, and and skating whatever. For some but of them, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean though. But by the time they're twenty-one or twenty-five, that they're not going to be like into whatever something else, skating pools or like filming street section or like whatever. But you've got to start somewhere. You've got like everyone's kind of wide-eyed and kind of keen and naive at some point and it it kind of seems like like people don't cater for that anymore you know what i mean it's all become a bit it's it's kind of become a bit elitist doesn't it in a way it just reminds me it really reminds me of like the sort of 90s small wheels thing and where skateboarding was almost like it just blew itself out like it became so up its own arse. Like ev- yeah, kind of up its own arse. Like, everyone was being arseholes to each other. And, like, it was like, oh, if you don't wear, like, massive jeans and, and your drawers tiny wheels, then, yeah, then you're yeah. not, like, you've got to dress this way and you've got to skate this way. And, I mean, it's like skateboarding is a lot more diverse now, but it just, it, it does seem, a, it, there's certain parallels to skateboarding so so with that in mind about the diversity of skateboarding you've mentioned a little bit about some of the criteria for getting on the team Uh, i'm just going to let you free form with this but with the introduction of talk us through the decision to put sky brown on the team well i mean mean, you mentioned it briefly but but, skateboard gb have just advertised for a team manager so there's there's not one person taking a, a direct. Beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Not that there's, you. Not that not, you personally are responsible. Person. This is yeah. not, like I've got no position at Skateboard GB. I'm just a board member on Skateboard England. Like obviously, I've got a history of dealing with like skaters and events and stuff like that. So oh, okay. So yeah, in a minute. So so just briefly then, Pally. So take us through the sky brown stuff and i know uh, and let's put the caveat that you are not responsible but then with that in mind <laughs> i then, don't mind taking the blame for it whatever but um, but as, after as that as i know the sky thing was her dad contacted lucy right i believe i mean i hadn't had any contact with sky or her dad until i met him on thursday right at the, 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 the launch and i was like Mum, mum, I was looking forward to meeting Sky's dad and family and Sky because I wanted to, you know, I'm really not down for like sort of pushy parents, soccer mums. You know, it's not like anyone that knows me knows that I kind of don't take stuff very seriously. And like, I think, you know, my whole view of skateboarding is just something you got into because you liked mucking around with your mates. And that's, yeah, the further you get away from that, the more you're losing track of why you got into it in the first place. Sure. So I was really interested to know what her sort of take on it was and whether she was sort of being pushed into it. And and it's just like, I mean, that's the coolest guy you could ever meet. He's like the total opposite. He's just like, I've got the opportunity to spend time with my kids, take them around the world, you know, like... Obviously, it's essentially funded by Nike, but that's, you know, it's just like, yeah, it, it, we had a really good chat and it just really, I was just like, wow, yeah, if I could do that with my daughter, I'd be doing it Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. And like Sky is just, she's, she's, like I said before, she's infectious. Like you spend a few minutes with her and you'd be like, yeah, I'm sure you'll, you'll interview her or something at some point. And you're like, it's quite apparent that whatever she did, she'd be amazing at it. And whatever she, you know, like she won that dancing TV show, Dance with the Stars, the junior yeah. one or whatever it was. It's like, you just meet these people and you're like, yeah, you, you know, she's, I don't even know the word, like star quality or something. There's something about her is pretty amazing to like, 
to be around. And just clarify for us, because of course, again, for those who don't know, you know, clarify her position. Am I correct in saying that Dad is originally from Cornwall? Yeah, Dad's from Cornwall. Moved to California when he was twelve, and her mum's Japanese, so she's got dual nationality: Japan and English, Japanese and English. But she she's not American. She's got an, they've got a visa to spend time there because her dad grew up there. But she's not an American resident, so right. it's like um, someone someone actually messaged on the skateboard England instagram she doesn't sound very english and i I felt did you read that out loud before you typed it like do you realize how (laughs) ignorant and basically racist you sound it's like what does somebody you you don't even have to speak english to be english like yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure come on like 2019 wake up so yeah, thank you for clarifying that because you know it's all willing. I mean, I'm, I guess I am. I don't know. I don't know whether I'm trying to claim to provide a service here, but I should be asking these sort of questions to get. Well, you know, the way I see it is if twenty people listen to your show or two hundred, <laughs> that's probably saved me answering this question twenty times or two hundred times or two thousand times, depending on how popular you are. Well, I'm very flattered. I'm not sure if it's that much, but um. Anyway, so so you mentioned earlier before that, leading on from that, then you you mentioned before about you you mentioned both skateboard England and skateboard GB. Can you can yeah. you clarify a little bit about that and what those two entities are? Yeah. So when you get on to dealing, the main point of having a governing body is for like local councils and government, and you know when when matters come up at that level of skate regarded skateboarding like who do they turn to right and that's that's basically why you have governing bodies so but for the olympics you need a gb body and for stuff obviously due to sort of different parliaments and stuff like that you need a national body so skateboard england covers england and wales the only reason there's no wales is because we met with all the welsh guys and they were basically like fuck that it sounds like a lot of work you guys can look after that so <laughs> you know and that that was you know that was like a load of people dana and grim um i don't know you know the guys from spit and sawdust i believe i wasn't at the meeting but i know there was quite a lot of them and they just went no nah, we're cool with that like on behalf of all welsh skateboarders essentially <laughs> i mean i i'm I'm a ho I'm a ho like it's because there's so much like admin and paperwork, you know, you gotta have four AGMs a year and keep minutes and blah blah blah, register at company's house and blah blah blah. You gotta do all this stuff like I don't even know because I don't even do it. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And and I just went uh, and so and then there's skateboard Northern Ireland and obviously skateboard Scotland, which have been running the longest out of all of us. Right. And then there's Skateboard GB, which by, you know, in terms of like staff, because we've got full-time funded staff, like we've got James and Neil that looks after the, the that's the social media and stuff. And um, so we sort of, Skateboard England essentially administer Skateboard GB on a daily basis. But the board of Skateboard GB is like, two members of Skateboard England, two members of Skateboard Northern Ireland and two members of Skateboard Scotland and I think there's a couple of other independent directors. I don't know that off the top of my head because I'm not on it. That's good because that, that covers that. I saw that coming up on social media a lot as well about what about Scotland and Ireland and and you've just covered all that. So, okay, so Skateboard GB Yeah, I mean, is there. this is the thing with like social media. What about this? Google Skateboard Governing Body Scotland, it'll probably bring up Skateboard Scotland straight away. It's like people just like, yeah, oh God, you've got the technology in your hand to leave that message. Yeah, in fact, it's, that like, same... when, it's yeah. like when people yeah. text me off an iPhone, like, oh, Pally, how do I get to Nats? It's like, you've got Google Maps on your phone. Like, <laughs> it would take you, it would be just as quick to look at directions than it is to message me asking me for directions. Like, it drives me insane, that stuff. Yeah, right. It's just, like, lazy. 
Like, oh yeah, I'll just message him. Like, he, I mean, he's bound to be sitting there with nothing else. With nothing to do. He's got nothing <laughs> on in his life. Like, literally, I yeah, got you know, they just announced and they just announced the Olympic team for skateboarding. So, yeah, probably no one's messaging that guy today. <laughs> he hasn't got a daughter and a skate shop and a house and, and like yeah, general adult thing, yeah. shit to do. He's just yeah, sitting no, around like, doing nothing. I, it's just... Mate, I haven't had a holiday in five years. <laughs> oh. I haven't had a week off since I opened the shop. Oh, just call me old mucker Pauly. I'm sure he's just sat having a pizza or some shit. Yeah, Yeah, but that's the thing. And then I'm like, when I do like, oh, yeah, I'll take a couple of hours off, some absolute git will message me and go, Pauly, have you done this yet? And then I feel guilty because I'm like, I literally, my only time to myself... He's, I get about three hours on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, my like, That's literally it. Because I have my daughter in the morning on Sundays, then I have a few hours Sunday afternoon, and then generally Sunday night I have to work to get ahead because I know the minute I open my eyes on Monday morning, there'll Ooh, be like 10 off. messages on my phone. Have you done this? Can you do this? Can you get this over today? It's really important. It's urgent, 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 urgent. You're like, all right. So, what, so Sunday afternoon, what's that? A few candles around the bath, a bit of... Bath, yeah, a, bit, a bit lush bit bomb in there. Music. Pardon? A bit of wine Listen and music. Bit, <laughs> some whale noises and stuff. Get the old beard massage oil out and <laughs> give it a... <laughs> Listen, that's the thing. You know, like when you're that tired, all you do when you get time off is do nothing because you're like, I just need to... Like, like I literally will sit on my sofa and just stare at the ceiling for like an hour because I'm just like... My brain feels like cotton wool. You're just like, oh my god! Like, how many questions about the Olympics is it possible to answer in three days? Well, this is what I'm trying to ask you as many right now. So, yeah, no, you're on it. You're so on it. from now on, you can the just tell. The good thing with this is, what well, we on Monday nights. So I've had four four days practice on this. Good. I've got my replies like properly down. So we've talked a little bit about some of the criteria for what you get for for your your um for the choosing mechanism not you personally but yeah, how I mean, some we, of the teams got wrote, we wrote a list um sort of combined myself wingy lucy other members of the board and we sort of kick names about um and it's it's hard you know even if you picked 100 people someone's going to feel like they should be on it and it's that whole well yeah you should let so and so have a go and it's all can't really be like that you know it's got to be like right these people are a standard where they're at least you know skating on an international level well that's what i was going to ask you next about the uk champs is that in any way connected to any sort of qualifying or any sort of totally that's you know like this is the, the hardest problem is a lot of it, a lot of this is caused by was caused by the whole issue with the BRSF and BSF. It's messed up our timeline, and and also the um, the sanctioning of events by World Skate. You know, World Skate were going to sanction Vans Park Series, so that would have been all the park qualifiers right. for the Olympics, but they haven't because they couldn't reach an agreement with Vans. So oh, now, interesting. I don't, I don't think there's any park qualifiers um this is what i mean it changes all the time as well it changes like daily they've just i think they've just announced the street league legs um today so i need to look at that but i mean there's definitely one in london this year and i think there's going to be one next year as well right Um, but yeah, it's just like yeah, you know, it's one of those things and like like whoever you put on someone's gonna be upset or someone wants to do it or so Well talk and, us and through the, that and, to... the, and the funniest one is when people are on like social media like so and so should be on it, but you know they don't wanna do it. <laughs> like not everyone wants to go to the Olympics, not everyone wants to go through like drug testing, not everyone wants to be like you know, some people just wanna go skate and like believe me, I'm more than respect that like yeah right skateboarding isn't about competitions like despite my sort of not for everyone is position of running well it's just there's more to it if you enjoy it like i would never skate in a competition i never have done i don't even like skating with people i don't know 
Right. It's just like a lot, you know, skate. Like I say, I always just we always had like backyard ramps, so I just skated with like four or five of my yeah. mates, and that was it. Um, but I hate going. I always hated going to like a busy park or like just not not my thing. And like the idea of like skating in front of a load of people is terrifying <laughs> to me. It always has been, but I think that's what makes me well not good, but. It makes me maybe better at running comps because I always try and make them as sort of stress-free as possible for everyone in them. So talking of that, have you got dates and plans for the UK champs? Have I missed yeah, that memo? Or, well, sorry, no, we have. We sort of flyers going out um, probably like next few days, like twelfth to fourteenth, um, Greystone Academy in Manchester. Right. And it's going to be Park End Street, like um, Bowling Street. What month? Sorry. Uh, April, April, just over a month, just under a month away, about, right. about a month away, I don't yeah. can't remember the date. Yeah, 12th, 12th to 14th of, of April, right. Yeah. Sugar, okay, I better book that weekend off and try and get up there. Yeah, you had. Yeah, but yeah, well, it's not a UK chance unless you're there, Brett. You flatter me, Mr. Powley, you <laughs> flatter me. I have been to a couple of your uh, UK champs and they were Yeah, I've got a feeling memorable. this one's... Yeah. This one's going to be busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go off, definitely. This is Welcome Skateboards. You're listening to The Skateboarding Show, and this is the... Bakery Boys, bitch. We them bakery boys, bitch. It'll work really good. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, the obvious one, because you brought it up. Can you give us the clarity and the official line on the drug testing then and marijuana, just so we can get this out the fucking way, so that all the bloody well, twats um, who've got something I to say about it? Like, no, not off the top of my head. <laughs> like, I haven't got all the info in front of me. But essentially, this is what I say to people. Like, everyone's making such a big deal about this drug testing. It's like, if you fly a plane... You have to, you're, you know, if you're an airline pilot, you have to undergo, be available for random drug testing. If you work for network rail on the railways, you you have to do drug testing. It's like, at the end of the day, drugs are illegal, you know what I mean? So it's not unreasonable for you to, you know, in certain walks of life to not be taking them. Like, I personally got no problem with it or whatever, but it comes down to, if you want to skate in the Olympics, you need to sort your shit out and not take drugs. If you do want to take drugs, don't try and get in the Olympics. And that's basically it. No one's forcing anyone to do any of this stuff. It's like, and, and like none of the guys on the team, you know, like Sky hasn't got a secret crack at it. Like it's like, <laughs> they, they, they've been told the situation and they've, been asked to make a decision and then if they suddenly decide oh yeah you know like oh, i can't handle this then they'll be off and that'll be the end of it like it's literally up to the individual but but the, the one thing that does go against it as you've seen in like cycling and stuff like that is if you do start getting caught it can have like a really negative impact on the sport as a whole right yeah obviously skateboarders aren't going to care really because it's just gonna be like, yeah, whatever like he smokes weed or whatever it's like but it it you know it it does it it can have an effect and you know like if everyone starts te- failing drug tests then i suppose the ultimate thing is skateboarding would get dropped out of the olympics because it would just be too much of a liability I mean, with that in mind, you have reminded me also then of, of because people getting involved. I want to talk about two things. You've just recently, towards the end of last week, you you advertised a job for the uh, team manager. And today you brought up the idea of corporate sponsorship. So could you tell us a little bit about those two things uh, and how they're going to work? Whichever one you want to start with first is up to you. The team manager one's pretty simple. There's there's currently no team manager for Skateboard GB, so that application's gone up. It's on the website skateboard-england.org. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a fairly refined skill set. You need to have 
managed and done some TM stuff before and stuff like that. So it's not like anyone can apply for it. But um, I think that's an important. That. I think that's a very important point because I think I think people people are well meaning, but they don't always understand that actually there is a skill set to do with TMing. It's just experience and, as well. Yeah. Like you don't go. Well, I can kick a full football round a park. I'll go and manage Man United. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't work like that in the real world. You know, you don't, you don't get a job without showing that you can do the job. Essentially, like, yeah. especially something on that level, people aren't. Go- it's not like, oh, come, mate, give us a chance. It's not. Like, no, you can't really run it like that. Can yeah. you? No, not when we're <laughs> not talking really, about Team GB. No, it's not realistic. No. And then, so that's about that on that one. And then the corporate sponsor is just, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. We need, we need um, finance. Yeah, there's only so much private uh, public funding that we can get from UK Sport and stuff like that. And when you look at, I think people to qualify for the Olympics, you need to go to nine qualifying events. By right. the time, say, say the last one was in Rio, by the time you got flights and a hotel, you're probably looking at 1500 quid. Yeah, me, right. Yeah, yeah, so, and then you've got to go to nine of those, like it adds up pretty quick. Yeah, so, right. you're looking at like, I don't know, 15 grand per person to qualify. So, yeah, like we've got, we got funding for five of those, but potentially we could send, I think. Yeah, you know, like we we can probably send two or three, maybe a little more people per qualifier, but we just can't afford to. So we need financing for that. We need um, you know financing for national championships and and all, any other programs of stuff that we want to do. And it's like you know we're not unique in that. The French teams the same. Like they got funding from the government for their top skaters, and then the rest is. Um, funded by their sponsors and maybe a bit crowdfunding and stuff it's it's not unusual like in any of the sports like that's how it is yeah yeah you need it's a simple it is it is really as simple as that you just need the funding to make these things happen because because it is one of those things where like, like you said at the very beginning we do have a pool of very good skateboarders in this country but yeah. that will all fall down if we can't even get them to the qualifying events. Yeah, and it's, it's like people, people, you know, skateboarders are always hung up about money. They're always convinced someone's ripping them off. Or like, and it's like, just going back to what we were saying before, like, I've just answered my phone for like four hours straight to people just going, what's going on with the Olympic? You know, four days straight of yeah. like, even this, like, obviously I don't begrudge you my time, but we're going to end up being on the phone two hours. It's like, once that starts adding up and you're doing 30, 40 hours a week for free. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You need, you need full-time staff to deal with that. Like just answering Instagram DMs and stuff like that. Just like, you know, like I've barely done no work in my shop for like four or five days. Because I'm like, yeah. all the time customers aren't in, I'm trying to deal with this stuff. And it's like, so, you know, Skateboard England and Skateboard GB, it needs staff and it and it needs money to fund the athletes and everything else. But once, you know, as it gathers steam, people will more and more see what it's doing for skateboarding, the I benefits think, of it. I like think that's just, a massive deal that you just mentioned about this idea about it gathering steam. I think. You know, I mean, just that press that press day on Thursday. If you include all the people that saw it in, like it was in pretty much all the national papers and on the BBC. I heard about it on um, Radio Four on the Wednesday exactly, night about Sky being that, the team. Thirteen yeah. and a half million people heard or read about Skateboard GB. On just, Thursday. just, just say that again because I slightly talked over. Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half million people. 13. If you add up, if you add up the readership of the newspapers and the viewing figures for the TV show that that Skateboard GB stuff, like you think about, if you know, like I don't know, one in a thousand of those people think that looks cool, I'll get a skateboard. Like how many more people skate? And this is what the Olympics is all about, you know. It's like their main thing is to like get people active, get people into sport, like. 
and this, this is what we're trying to this is the kind of thing that we're smashing our heads against the wall because you're trying to say look it's not about winning the gold medal it's about promoting skateboarding and getting people skating which is good for you it's good for me it's good for everyone. It's, it's, that's it's good always for been the that point. Runs the brand. It's good for yeah. everyone that runs the skate park. It's good for everyone that runs the skate school. It's that's like always the point. People kind we, of just need to wake up to it a bit. We have to keep the fresh blood coming in, otherwise skateboarding dies. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, we lost, we lost, we lost years to scooters. You know what I mean? Yeah, whole generations of kids. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we did. That I wonder if that's why. Because there, there is kind of, well, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I have a very blinkered view because I only go skate park skateboarding nowadays. But I kind of see the older kids and all the younger kids. And I'm not sure who I see in the middle anymore. But as I say, that that is a very tainted view because I go to a lot of paid for skate parks. I don't go out like. Yeah. Yeah, but like... I think that's part of getting older, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, from the age of. I don't know, like 30, I had a lot of other stuff going on and I just skated parks. It's like, I'm not going to drive, you know, mostly indoor parks yeah. a lot because I'm like, well, if I'm in doubt of the weather, I want to get a skate in. I'm not going to drive an hour and then get it rained off. Like, I'll just go to the indoor park. And, you know, being that bit, generally being in your 30s or whatever, you've got, you know, paying to get into a skate park doesn't bother you because you're only going to spend that down a pub or something yeah. anyway. Doing something else. So it's like, stupid, it's, yeah. it's different, you know, like, I remember when, sort of, there was a few indoor parks around when I was young, like Radlands and stuff, but they were few and far between. And when they started becoming more accessible, I was just like, oh man, this is so amazing. I could just go and skate good stuff. You know, drive build, there in, yep. drive there in twenty minutes. No, I'm going to be able to skate. Like, get a couple of hours in, go home, have a shower, and go see my girlfriend or whatever. Like, you know, life gets a bit busier. Like when you're younger, it's different. You can just kick about on the street for like ten hours or whatever. But yeah, it's just more convenience getting parks when you get a bit older. And then when you're really young, it's it's a lot safer. And your parents, you, you know, when you're ten or whatever, of course you're going to skate parks. It's just safer and your parents can drop you off and pick you up and all that stuff so so that it doesn't get either too much either for the one or two listeners that i've got or for your good <laughs> self mr powley let's let's we'll start bringing it to a close I'd, there might well be other stuff that we haven't covered just yet that people will say oh why don't you ask about this or what and so no doubt we'll have to do a part two at some point and, yeah, and, I mean, and I think the, we've covered all the major stuff. The major bits, yeah. If you've got any questions, the whoever is out there listening to this, if you've got any questions, do it's not that hard to Google the skateboarding show. I'm sure you'll find some way of contacting me. Please do send in some questions, because then maybe we could do a part two, so that poor old Pauli doesn't have to answer your individual questions <laughs> one by one via each text. Um, the thing is, like, some of it is like, I, I'd have to go away and look up myself, so... Yeah, if anything's too complex, like some um, Blackwell was actually asking about the sort of professional. You know, can you skate if you're a professional? And it's like, well, yeah, you must be able to because like Niger and Letitia and all those people have been announced on their national teams. Yeah, the, so, Letitia definitely has, and and Luan Oliveira has, and yeah, Lizzie Armento skating for Iceland. Pedro, and, yeah. Pedro's on, Pedro's on the Brazilian like, team, yeah. But they're different, aren't they, for different sports? Like in boxing, you, you have to be amateur. Right. But but someone was saying that for football, you can have X amount of pro footballers on the team. Like, I think every sport, sort of the governing body sets their own rules for it. Right, okay. That's That seems to be the case. That's about as far as I know. I mean, we, I know we've got no... We haven't been told of any restrictions of anyone that can be on our team for any reason. Right, okay. Nice. Nice. Good, good. Well, yes, it is It is Monday night. Maybe I shouldn't say that because I don't know when I'll get a chance to sit down and um, sort this all out. But um, <laughs> it's we're, we're early on in the stages. We are in, we are in uh, March 2019. We are, what, 15 months away from... Tokyo actually happening. Yeah, that's terrifying, isn't it? When you think about that, I mean, we were still arguing about whether we were going to be the governing body like 
oh. a month, two months yeah. ago. Yeah, we, so yeah, yeah, I mean, we're like in terms of like as usual in this country, we're we're kind of pretty far behind. Yeah, which is a shame because it yeah it doesn't need to be like that. I think we do have. I think we do it's have a strong the, it's team. The British way, isn't it? Yeah. Do things the hard way. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if it wasn't for like the work of. I can only take a small part of it, but specifically like Lucy Adams and James, our CEO, like there would still be no skateboard team. And then it would get to the Olympics and someone's going to turn around like some, you know, someone would be like, where the hell, like, why haven't we got a skateboard team? And it's like, well, how? Like, no, no. (laughs) like we literally had to fight to even get this far. Like, and it's like, it has been a fight, you know, it's like a non-stop uphill struggle to the point where almost every day you feel like giving up, like, oh my God, like, and the very people you're doing it for aren't grateful. Aren't even backing it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is so draining. And then, to, like, you know, obviously every, any, any single thing that goes wrong, people turn around and point the finger at you and like, you know, like, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's it's exhausting, like mentally exhausting. But yeah, like 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 you say, it's not just a case of getting a plane out to Tokyo and turning up on the day and going, oh, put my name down on the list. I'll I'll have a go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, ain't going to work like that. Ain't those those days of skateboard competitions are long gone anyway. No, I don't. I hope they're not. I hope that skateboarding. Yeah, the Olympics every four years, I hope it does its thing and it gets a load of kids skating and, you know, it'd be great if any of our guys get a medal because it'll open up a whole whole new load of opportunities for them and for skateboarding in the UK. But I think, you know, the more I'm around it and, like, especially, you know, the, the... the people that are running skateboarding from this side of things in, in this country are all skateboarders. Like, they're not going to do anything that's going to be, like, dumb or against... You know, people are worried about skateboarding getting ruined, but we're not going to do... You know, we're not going to do anything that's going to make skateboarding look stupid or, like, ruin everything that's amazing about skateboarding. Like, yeah, I've just built a ramp under a bridge out of pallets and now I'm having a competition on it. Like, that's the best thing about skateboarding and that's how you get people like like the people we've got on our team yeah you know what i mean like like that's where they came from like so why do you want to you don't want to change anything you don't want to mess with anything like skateboarding is pretty much perfect to, as it is and and that's why it's good i mean yeah i mean yeah to, to, i mean i guess i've been a bit yes there is still thankfully that raw grassroots scene out and about and 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 yes you're that'll right never, that will never die that will, no. that will people that think all that side of stuff was, like skateboard is constantly changing look at what it was like in the 70s look at what in the 80s it was all vert skating in the 90s it was all like super tech street skating you know what i mean in the 2000s it was about chucking yourself down the biggest stairs and rails you could find it like it's constantly changing and evolving but you know, it's still in the seventies. There was big competitions, but there was still people skating backyard pools. Mm. And it, it's like it's just it's so there's so many different areas of skateboarding, and it's constantly it goes one way. You'll get sort of street league at one extreme, but then at the other end of the spectrum, you've got like all these, you know, like. DIY projects and like all this stuff like there was no DIY stuff when I was young I suppose the equivalent was like backyard ramps but now it's just like oh yeah we built this like concrete skate park in so and so like like that's amazing yeah just like that won't die you know what I mean like that just gets handed down from one crew of guys to or, you know one crew of people to another crew and it's like it's just different it's not yeah, skateboarding right. is and skateboarding is different to different people, and Energy. and that's what makes it amazing. And there, there's no one trying to go, oh, skateboarding's got to be like this now for the Olympics. It's like the people that are going in the Olympics, it's got to be like that for them. But for you, 
It can still be your own thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's still your skateboarding. Skateboarding doesn't belong to anybody. And you can watch the Olympics and you can enjoy it, or you can watch the Olympics and think it's shit. Like, what? It doesn't doesn't matter. It's not going to affect you. Like, it's not going to affect skateboarding for you. Like, if it does, there's something wrong with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't get it. Like, Yeah, your your strength... Of of faith and belief in in your version of skateboarding needs looking at than not yeah it's, yeah, it's, you know it's what your mean? issue like, not you, someone you, not you know the general, you can't yeah. skate you go skate rush and stuff like that is that still, skateboarding gonna gonna go in the Olympics affecting you one way or the other maybe, maybe no. you'll get the odd stupid question of someone in the pub like you do a bit of that can you do the old ramps or something but <laughs> other than that it's gonna <laughs> Yeah, that you know I mean? unfortunately. Oh, I, bet yeah. that little, I bet that little girl's better than you, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, like I've like, had to tolerate that for the last twenty-eight years. Yeah, <laughs> like that, like like that will ever like, change. Don't, yeah. Don't you think that's the funniest thing about being a skateboarder? Like I love that stuff. <laughs> I just like, I, love, I love it. Like that nothing makes you laugh more than if I'm going down the road on my skateboard and someone shouts at the car like, "Grow up, mate!" <laughs> it's, like, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll grow up so I can sit and watch X Factor and watch my life slowly die in front of me. Yeah, great. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's like generally people that do that is just because they're, they're unhappy. Yeah, themselves. right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really, whatever, I don't really care. Yeah. Right, on that happy note, let's let's leave it here for now. Like I said, because we could talk easily for two hours and we could go on. Well, we've done an hour. But we've we've so easily done an hour, yeah. Let's, I think, anyone who's still listening, good on you. Thank you. Uh, I yeah. might put this out in parts because, Jesus Christ. There's, there's it, no way anyone's still awake. Who the hell's got an hour to sit and listen to us? Two old farts <laughs> pissing on. Right, um, Mr. Powley, thank you very much. Um... No doubt I'll be in contact again with a bunch of new questions and a whole bunch. And like you say, it's changing all the time. So naturally, I do want to do an update with you every now and then. This is this is a big deal. I do want to follow this. I do want to take it through to its natural conclusion, uh, whatever that may be. Well, there won't be a natural conclusion. I want to, you know, follow it on after uh, the, the Tokyo na- The natural conclusion will be like Team GB taking gold at everything. You know that. And, um, and then, like, me getting myself gold-plated or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck, that is... I don't know. If, well, I'll tell you what, though. If one of those... If one of that lot manages to win a medal, that will be one hell of a coming-home party. Oh, know. my God. <laughs> you even oh thought about the concept God. of that. I can't believe we haven't thought about that yet. Uh, oh, my days. Like, we would yeah, all have to be... go and meet them at Heathrow or Gatwick or something. I know, yeah. Oh like, my god, it'd be yeah, amazing. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It's bizarre. It's bizarre to even think about that. Can you imagine Halford coming back with like some medal around his neck? Like, oh my yeah. god! Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> Yeah, or, or just just the thought of just think of like Jordan or something on the front page. Paper <laughs> like Britain's radical gold or some stupid headline with him on the. It's too funny to even like. I can't even I can't even relate to it. It's just amazing. And, uh, and like all these proper athletes that have actually like you know what I mean, like got a nutrition plan and all that gear. Yeah, they've spent like ten years drinking their own piss or whatever, like and then one of those states <laughs> wins an Olympic medal oh of living on Haribo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you tell us about your intricate diet plan? What? Yeah, Haribo and McDonald's, mate, isn't it? What? Yeah. <laughs> Just eat whatever. I put it in my mouth and chew. Like, next question, go. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Oh my god! Yeah, so, so I'll see you at the Olympic coming home party. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Defo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be on that bus, motherfucker. I want to be on the bus <laughs> to parade through London. I want to be I'll on be, that. You'll be on the top deck, like open top <laughs> bus. 
Oh, it just doesn't even, like, don't even bear thinking about, like, even my only interaction with, like, the real world of sport since getting kicked out of everything when I was at school is um, we went we went to an Olympic, like, it was a uh, Sport England, no, UK sport sort of, it was, I don't know what it was called, like the Road to Tokyo or something. And we went to that, and to be fair, like, everyone was so nice to us, and it was really cool, actually. But we were stood there, I think it was me and Wingy, and they people just kept coming up to us and going, I'm guessing you guys are the skateboarders, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, because you, like, stuck out, stuck out like sore thumbs. But then, like that, you be, you know, like I was chatting to, I think she was the head of women's hockey, and he, and she was like, oh, she was so interested in skateboarding, like she was just like, it's amazing, like we really like, like, I've what you don't realise is like, that other sports actually find skateboarding fascinating because people take it up of their own accord, and it's the whole light, you know, like. Most other sports don't have the sort of whole lifestyle and like. And there's no, there's no coach, there's no structure to it, there's no grading no, system. Like, there's no, imagine yeah. what it looks like to, to them, them, yeah. To anyone that doesn't understand, like that's come from a classic sport background. But that was a real eye opener for me because they were all like so cool to us, and they were like genuinely. You just like, I, I walked in there like I shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be here. Like, I felt like I'd sort of snuck in, snuck in something that I shouldn't be. And, um. You're like nudging Winnie, that... going, let's just, let's just go now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we were just looking at each other, like, oh, what have we come? And, you know, like, and then when you get talking to everyone, they're just like, what you realise about those people is that in the same way you or me are passionate about skateboarding, they're passionate about hockey. Yeah. Or football or like rowing or whatever. Like, it's just like, it's totally different. But the, but the passion is the same. But in a way, it's kind of all encompassing and it defines them as a person. And like, there's a lot of common ground. And I, I never thought to say that because I'm like the least sporty person ever. But it, like, it was, I think I really got put off sport by sport at school. Yeah. And, um, it was just horrible, wasn't it? it was just yeah, shit. It was all, yeah. But um, to, you know, dealing with it on an adult level with with like other people that are like really high up in a sport, the sort of level of respect for for other sports and interest in in other people's sports, because you know, like the, the hockey lady was saying that the minute people leave school or uni, they generally give up playing hockey, right? And it just drops off. Whereas like skateboarding just keeps growing and growing and like people generally like you know if i guess if they get past about 25 they're probably in it for their life to at least 40 you know what i mean like and and i think that's quite unusual and 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 the fact that we all kind of we all put you know a lot of people put back in yeah like either as a coach or running a brand or running a park or like doing running a jam in their local area like a lot of people it's very like self i don't know like self-perpetuating in a way yeah 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 and 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 they you know they were interested in the fact that sort of the young the younger people just learn off the older people by default you know it's just the way it is it's not like it's like a structured training program or anything it's like you go to the skate shop and you learn about <laughs> life. You go to the skate park and you get told, "Don't do that; it's stinking." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm just imagining. You know, I'm just imagining her like, "Wow!" So, where did you go to do your training to run all these skateboard competitions? Yeah, it wasn't like, like that. They're, they're honestly, they're just like genuinely fascinated. Like they just think. Well, it's yeah, I, mean, I meant that like respectfully, like like yeah. you say, like like the difference of idea, like. Oh no, I didn't I didn't I didn't qualify. I just decided off my own back to start running some competitions yeah, and like, doing just it. started doing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's like she yeah, I mean she couldn't really understand like the main thing was they can't understand why people just get into skateboarding when you're not there's no there's no sort of like, outcome. There's no there's, sort of, yeah. Well, there's or career. No, um there's no um, sort of path to getting into it. It's not like you start it at school. Yeah, and or, then you go to your training you know, camp. Maybe a and... bit more so now with skate coaching and stuff like that. But really, like, 
it's just one of those things people would see it on police academy or something and then <laughs> yeah. go yeah i want to do that it looks pretty badass mm. and it's like it's kind of weird isn't it? when you when you look at it from that point of view it is, from an outsider's yeah for it's sure it's so different yeah, to something yeah. like yeah. Uh, anyway, right. I want to go. Yeah, Come you on, go. Pushed it over an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had enough of you. Yeah, I don't blame you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll leave you to it. No yeah, doubt we'll pick this up mate. again. And um, thank you. Thank yeah, you, no worries. Mr. Powley. Thanks, thanks for your time. See you later. Bye bye. Cheers, mate.